everybody at home. Hello, everybody at home here. Wonderful to have you. We are in Parashat Shmini. In the portion of Shmini, just to let you know, the story of Shmini is talking about basically the major two stories, Nadav and Aviu. Nadav and Aviu is the children of Aaron, and they are basically feeling that's the end of time. So they bring a sacrifice of the end of time and say, let's bring the Messiah. It's time to bring the Messiah. It's time to finish the job. Let's do it. Unfortunately, no Messiah arrived. Only one thing happened. A fire came out of the altar and didn't kill the body. Just the soul basically disappeared and that's how they die. So there is no details what happened. Those two souls eventually reincarnate, or it wasn't exactly reincarnation, it was hanging like a cloud and went into the body of Pinchas. Remember when Pinchas went and fight and save the Israelites when Zibri ben Saluk was Vivatsur? And after Pinchas, Pinchas changed his name to Eliyahu Anavi, Elijah the prophet, and then he lived forever. Okay, so those two souls are unique. Why those two souls specifically? Because those souls came from above the mind and the head of Adam. And for that reason, they were high soul. And when you are a high soul, you're not involved in the crime or the sin that Adam committed. The second part of this parasha is talking about kosher. Kosher food, what animal you're supposed to eat, what animal you're not supposed to eat. And of course, the kosher has nothing to do with the health. It has to do simply with the idea of reincarnation. So the reason there is a kosher animal because that kosher animal, meaning that that soul being reincarnated to that animal. Also, how to kill the animal. If you decide to eat an animal, if you're not vegan, how do you kill it? Also important, because if you kill it in the wrong way, the soul is not being released right. And that is dangerous. Third is, how do you kosher that animal? After you kill the right animal, kosher animal, has to be killed the right way. Third is, has to be kosher the right way. Meaning, if you didn't remove the blood from the animal, then unfortunately, that blood, which is Adam u Anefesh, is the identity and personality of the animal. And then you become acting as the animal. For that reason, kosher food and all this and that came about. But unfortunately, with religiosity, people make it look like more uh, forbidden or, or what right to do. But it's nothing to do with this, it's how to connect. Spirituality is a very simple thing. It's to know that there is a creator. Second is to connect to that force. And third, to do an action that relates to that connection. Repeat it. First is to know that there is a master that runs the world. Second is to connect to that master who runs the world. Third is to act, to, 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 to do something that has to do with action that makes proof to you that you're actually connected. What we call the mitzvot or the study of the Torah, but it's called in general, it's called the mitzvot. Those are the actions. But I would like to relate more to our uh, subject tonight. We're going to cover the concept of gr uh, growing gradually, meaning nothing happened like that as we want it to happen. Everything in life has to take time because the way the things happen in our life, it's step by step. And we're going to explain it right now. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to start reading from the Zohar Shmini, from verse Lamedalet to Lamedet. And it says like that. The Zohar wants to ask us, what happened to Aaron after the golden calf? It seemed that Aaron, who involved in the golden calf, those of you who know the story, usually there is cause and effect, or what we call punishment and reward. 
unfortunately, with religiosity, we relate punishment and reward to the boss above. But it doesn't work like that. It's like you're going to call and sue the electric company if you put your two finger into the socket. You will not, because it's your fault. It's just you have to learn how to connect again, to know that there is a power, to know how to connect, and what kind of action you're doing to connect. Remember those three rules of spirituality? Same way. So punishment, meaning that you connect in the wrong way. Either you're taking too much, or you don't know how to take too little. You know, one of them. You got to learn how to do it, and I'm not going to go into the how right now. That's not our subject tonight. It's, the Zohar said in Lamed Aled, Aaron, Aaron, didn't get any punishment. He was not punished for what he did with the golden calf. Why? Because Moses prayed for his brother. All right? And until now, until his two sons, wouldn't commit whatever they tried to do. Uh, the negativity was hanging. It was hanging, the sin was hanging. What does that mean? That's why Aaron in the Mishkan, he said to him, you're supposed to sacrifice uh, a baby cow, a calf, Okay, which is exactly like the golden calf. Exactly. So he was supposed to sacrifice it. What does that mean? Everybody commit a sin. Everybody commit a sin. It's okay. It doesn't bother me. It's okay. Uh, uh, every person commits a sin. What is a sin? When you basically take light and you cross over to the dark side. The, the sin has joy within it. The sin has a joy. If the sin would not have a joy, would you do it? Would you get angry if you wouldn't get some joy from it? Would you scream if you wouldn't get a joy? We say we hate it, but we love it. Otherwise, stop screaming. If you hate it so much, why are you screaming? Right? If you hate so much stealing, stop stealing. There is a joy in it. Why there is joy? Because there is light hanging there. There is light that was stolen by the dark side, and it was hide within anger. It was hide within jealousy. It was hidden within lust. There is all kind of thing, and the light is there. The way to get the light out of there is either you do it with a sin or you're going to do it in the right way. Very, very simple. So it's say like this. And at that day, the day that they finished the tabernacle, it was the day that everything was happy, above and below. And if it will not be the disturbing of the two sons of Aaron, okay, that was the happiest day, which is Rosh Chodesh Nisan, by the way. The beginning of the day of Nisan. And those of you always remember, one day before the month of Nisan, that's the day that usually Kabbalists are meditating. They either fast, they don't eat at that day, the day before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, or they do a, a speech fast, meaning they don't talk. And then they meditate for whatever they need for the whole year. It's a very powerful day, by the way. And that day was happiness coming down more than the happiness of the crossing of the Red Sea, says the Zohar. It's amazing. No, not, At that day, the, the Egel, the golden calf sin, was removed, was erased. And all the Israelites and the Kohanim was all purified from, from the golden calf. But the Makatregim, the, the persecutor, the... the the forces of negativity of above, they were hanging around the Israelites. 
when a person commits a crime, the crime has a value, like a number, let's say. You could commit a crime, let's say, minus eight. You gotta pay the minus eight. You owe something to the universe. The universe always wants you to pay back. The universe is perfectly balanced. Some of us think we can uh, destroy the universe, the ocean with plastic and all this and that. The universe always will recorrect itself physically and spiritually. You cannot destroy the universe. It has been here before you and it will be after us. That's the way it goes. It will be here forever because we didn't create it. So we cannot destroy it. We can act nicely. We can act nicely. But if we're not, then the universe will destroy us, God forbid. And we cannot do that. We cannot do that. We have to learn to behave. Not because we're afraid to be destroyed, because we need to learn to behave. The universe gives us oxygen. We have to give back. You know, we cannot just take. So what happened? At that day when it was so much happiness and everything was wonderful, Nadav and Aviu thought that that happiness is the Messiah. This is the end of time. They were so excited. And they say, if the Messiah is here, let's create a big celebration. So what's, what's wrong with that? Look what it says. Because they were not married, they couldn't do that action. Without we need to understand that a man without a wife cannot act spiritually. It doesn't say a wife without a man, it says a man without a wife. He cannot act spiritually. Why? What is he missing? What is he missing? Are we are we are that bad? I mean, in every religion, somebody tried to come in, I think they pushing the door or something. Uh, so they, when you're thinking about like, why a man? What, what, what's wrong with men? Why, why we don't have? I mean, is there something we're missing? Is there something we're missing as men? What's, what's wrong with us, as we say? Is there something that we don't have as men? What, women have something more than us that we don't know about? And I'm not trying to be chauvinistic or, or feministic or whatever you want to call it. I'm just trying to understand that. Why the Zohar say the man doesn't have a woman is considered he cannot act the spiritual act in the right way. Why? If a man doesn't have a woman next to him, he's like pushing the Shekhinah, he's pushing the female aspect of God outside. And the Shekhinah said, I don't want to do nothing with this man. I don't want to be close to him. There's a famous rabbi, famous Kabbalist, that when he used to go home from his synagogue after he finished praying, he used to dress up, fix his tie. And all his students said to him, you just finished the lecture. I thought you removed the tie, removed the jacket. He said, no, no, no. With me, it's a different story. I'm in love with my wife. So when a man is in love with his wife, the Shekhinah is waiting for them at home when he arrived to see his wife. So he said, I know the Shekhinah is there. It's not just for my wife. I know, because I love her. I know the Shekhinah is there. It's very important to remember that. So a man who's not married, who tried to act a spiritual act like that, he creates a mess. Chaos. Chaos. And that the only mistake, the only mistake that they did. So they were perfect people, by the way. Adad David Avu were the righteous human being ever will be 
born ever came to this world, ever, ever, ever. They don't even consider a human. It's considered more than an angel. But the one piece, little piece, they didn't have a wife. We need to understand what's the story about it. Like, why that, that, that thing? So the way it go like this, and I'll try to make, keep it as simple as I can. The, and I'll give it in, in a spiritual term, but in a simple spiritual term, so we all can go home with something. The idea of a man and a woman, when you take a man, is called in Hebrew ish. Ish. When you take a woman, it's called in Hebrew isha. Within the word ish, you have yud. You have the letter yud. Within the word isha, in the end, you have the letter a. Those are the two first letters of the name of God, Tachigamatan, the Yud Kevavke. Yud and A. Chochma and Bina. If you take the Yud and A out of the Ish and Isha, what left in Hebrew? Aleph Shin. What is Aleph Shin? Ish. That's why when husband and wife don't have spirituality among them, they're both on fire. They start burning each other. They're killing each other. They're killing. Because the Yud and A is missing. You don't have Yud and A, so it's finished, it's gone. That we understand. But why? When a man is alone, it's a disaster. What do you want from us? I mean, what if a man want to be alone? Well, a man, I mean, if you look at a group of men and women, I know it sounds funny. Men usually is very suspicious, like, you know, like a dog's coming to meet a new dog and he's staying alone, doesn't want to get closer. But when a man gets closer, after they get to know each other, they become strong. The friendship is strong. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to put the women down. When a woman gets closer to each other, they get closer right away. There's no question. Why are you, why are you doing that? Da, 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 da. But it doesn't mean it will last forever. Okay? It's very different. Men get closer. They sniff again. What's going on? For me, not for me. Shy a little bit. You know, <laughs> hiding. But then, if it click, oh my God, that's forever. Why the way you pull your heart? What happened? And you are so happy. And we don't care. We all look like penguin in the party. We all look like that tie here that you choke your neck. And the women, God forbid, if one dress looked like the other woman dress, what a disaster. She wearing green and you wearing green, and it's the same green. And you, eh, why did you wear that? Anyway, what am I to be unique? Men don't try to be unique. Men, men more try to connect to another man. So why the Zohar has to mention a woman? Why the Zohar want to tell us without a woman, you don't? It's, it it seems like if you tell it to a man, I remember I, I, I gave this... Okay, not the phone of camera. Anyway, every time I want to say something, see the red light that remind me. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is a woman is a manifesto. A woman is called in Kabbalah Malchut, the manifesto. Woman is like Mother Earth. The man is like the seed. The value of the seed is zero without the ground. If you take the seed, you put it in the ground, you cover the ground, make it disappear, decompose, right? And then it gives fruit. It grow. Without the ground, there is no manifestation. But also without the seed, there is no apple tree. Give, give some credit to the man, right? I mean, without, without that, it is. The idea of a man, I'm talking about only energy now. I'm not talking about man as a shape of a man. Just the energy of a male. It's called the pipe. The pipe. The energy goes from above to below. That's how a man is supposed to be. From above to below, it's a pipe. A woman is a receiver. A woman is basically a receiver. She can be received to herself, selfishly, or she can reflect back. Meaning I'm receiving and just to reflect back. So when you combine these two, the only way a man can manifest himself is to a woman. It's called malchut. Malchut is a manifesto. Many men don't like to feel choked. 
because they like, some men like to be manifest by many women. Say, I'm a big shot. I need 20 women to manifest me because I'm a big Zerampin. I'm a big pipe. There's men who say that. You know, I, can, I need a lot of, uh, you know, it doesn't work like this. You need a vessel to manifest you, to manifest you. And without that, nothing going to work. And even have you didn't have it. Didn't have the manifesto. Now, still, we need to ask why is it so important. In the beginning of time, before God, before Genesis, before creation, before everything, in the beginning, I'm not talking about beginning as most of us know, it's Bereshit bara. It, before Bereshit, that's why it starts with Bet, to show you that there is Aleph before. There is a whole new world before that. It's called the ends of the endless world. In the endless world, it was creation of one thing, desire. It was only one thing created, desire. That desire is forbidden for us to use it. It's, a, it's called Ganzola Tzadikib Lavo. God took that desire, hide it until Bashiach will come. When a man is not married, is not connected to that original desire that was created by the creator. And for that reason, he cannot manifest anything. So all, and, and, and maybe I need to explain it a little bit better because that's one aspect of the explanation. A second way of, to explain it, that desire cannot be used by us. It's a desire that has been hide, like I explained last week, and it can be activated gradually until what we call the Messiah will come. When Messiah will come, he will activate that original vessel, original container that brings all the original light of the creator. But till Messiah will come, untouchable. You don't touch it, you don't deal with it, you don't want to know about it. In the verse uh, of Tehillim, it's called Even Ma'asu Abonim, Aita Rosh Pina. Even means stone, Ma'asu means uh, they couldn't stand it. Abonim, the builder. The builder couldn't stand a certain stone. That stone actually was the foundation of the building which called the temple, the holy temple in Jerusalem. What, what is trying to tell us? What is the holy temple in Jerusalem? The holy temple in Jerusalem is actually the original design from the endless. That's why it's not been built because it can use it. You can use it. It has to be waiting for the right time. Now, David and Aviv want to finish the job. They said, let's do it. Let's finish the job. The Mishkan is here in Shiloh. We have a Mishkan, we have Tabernacle, we don't have temple, but we got it. We, we got all the light, it's here, it's here. It's true, it was the time, but they were not the people. Not because they were not righteous, they were the righteous people in the Israelite. They were not married. And how can they want to finish the job if they don't have next to them a Malchut, which Malchut manifests by a woman. And if you don't have a woman next to you, that means you don't want to manifest anything. You just want to be a channel and a guru and whatever it is, like bring the light down. But to where? Bring the light to where? It's like you're talking and nobody listens. It's the same thing. It's no malchut. You got to bring the light into something. You cannot just throw seeds of an apple and hope that some apple tree will grow. What are you doing? Find the ground. Plant it. Give it water. Sunshine. It will grow. They didn't have that. For that reason, it say that a man and woman become one together. I'm not talking about sexually. I'm talking about when they get married spiritually. What happened to them, they become one. And unfortunately, the woman takes usually 50% of the tikkun of the man. 50% of the tikkun. She, she has to take 50% of his issues. Anger issue, this issue, that issue, gets stuck. You know, it takes a long time after men and women are not together to remove that energy out. Because 50% of his problem has to pass to her. Has to. That's the deal. 
It's a deal. She signed for that deal before she came to this world. Okay? He's taking part of her to work on it. But the man thinks she's taking most of his stuff. Why are you smiling? What's, what's so funny? It's not funny. It's not funny. He's like happy. <laughs> Rob is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's better than New York. When I give this lecture in New York, somebody asked me, when is that taking place? I'm married for two years. That's way better. Way better. Way better. That's a good reaction. Anyway, is that clear? So they didn't have a woman that will manifest them. That's when they didn't have malchut. And that's when they, they, the whole thing in this life, you, for a man, you need to have a manifesto. Also, in the same time, you cannot touch that desire. Only in the end of the corner. Moses tried with hitting the rock, same, same stone. Noah tried when he get out of the ark to drink the wine, tried to fix that. All the righteous people tried to finish the job for us, so we will not suffer. Can, can, only till the end of time. On the end of time. So let, let I want to ask you something. God forbid, God forbid, I don't wish it on anybody. But it's a question that you should ask yourself spiritually. It's a very tough question, but you should, you should think about that question. I'm not giving you the answer. If, if not you, but if, let's say you see a movie, you know, and you are the main actor in your movie. First question I want to ask you, would you go to see the movie about your life? Would you enjoy to watch a movie about your life? You don't have to answer. Second question, if the answer is yes, then would you consider yourself dying today and achieve all your goal? If the answer is no, I'm giving you a flow chart. You know what the flow chart is? Yes and no. If the answer is no, what would you add into your life today that you think it's time to add something to your life? The idea of what we learn from Dantavi and Aviu, they die very young. And we all need to think, what if you die today? Would, would you say that you achieve all your dream come true and you only have memories? Or if you die today, you will only have dream and no memories. Unfortunately, one of the things that when people don't commit for something, they don't build, according to Kabbalah, something called komash lema. Komash lema is a full-size capacity of who you are. I know that a lot of us, especially if we live in LA like me, okay, once we live in LA, we become LA people. LA people, we have time. The sky is beautiful. There's no pressure. Nobody's going to push you here. Nobody's going to push you. Are you going to be pushed? Try, try, I'm going to send you shopping in New York to just remind you how to shop. I thought I know how to be a New Yorker, but when I go to Starbucks, I mean, how easy it is to get a coffee in Starbucks. How easy it is, right? I go to coffee, and sometimes there is a bar there that I saw, and I'm looking if it's kosher. So well, behind me, there is about 10 people. So the guy, what? Are you buying or what's going on? Decide. So no, I'm buying? No, one second. Okay. You go in front of me. That's New York. Fashion. LA. Oh, somebody will tell you this. You're going to sue them right away. When you're going to sue them. You're going to do the B2 campaign, the B3 campaign, and what else? This matter and another matter and uh, this matter, and you talk to my birds, not nice. All kind of thing. We're going to sue you for everything. You know, that's the way it goes. So when we live in LA, it's very difficult to have that pressure of commitment. Very difficult. But if you don't have the commitment, Basically, a lake can be a beautiful cemetery. A beautiful, it kills you slowly. Slowly. Slowly you lose your desire. Slowly you disappear. You wouldn't even know it. But thank God we have the best plastic surgeon 
we have the best Botox. What, Botox, you say? The, the, the one injecting in the eyebrow. And the, we have the best. I mean, you're going on the Rodeo, Habibi, you're walking in as old. You come in fresh. It's called the fresh look. Oh, my eyes are open all the time. I can't close it, but it's open. I'm young. So what happened? You got to ask yourself that question. And if you say, no, if somebody will die today, they, miss, they have a missed opportunity, then you must write down what is it you got to do. But don't let it be tomorrow. Do it tonight. Do it tonight, guys. And I will recommend to you another thing you can do that I'm doing and it worked for me. Maybe you, it will be difficult for you to do. Find three of your best friends, three of your best friends, and ask them, what do you think in my life there is a missed opportunity. Ask them that. They will tell you, by the way. If they're best friend, they will tell you. So what do you feel in my life is not working, according to how much you know me? And be honest. Like, be open. Don't attack them. I had that exercise with other people, and the woman told the man what she think of him. It was a big fight. I had to separate them, because and she was right about it. Six months later, I say, I apologize. But be open to listen. Meaning, if you send the email tonight, and say, I want like you, you're my best friend, tell me. What is about me that I can do more and I don't? Did you find me lazy? Please do that. Please do that. Why am I telling you this tonight? Nadav and Aviu was going for it. They, they knew. They, have, they, have in their mind, they might die. But they say, I'm going to miss an opportunity like this. Bring in the Mashiach tonight. Finish the temple. Finish everything. We, we, we are in. We are in. What's the chances of you dying? Maybe. We don't care. We don't care. That's, my friend, lately we, we are seeing it everywhere. We see it in, everywhere that people start to fight with what's right. It's not happening. I mean, I don't need to tell you what's going on in Ukraine. I'm sure you, you follow some of the news. People start fighting for things they don't know if they're going to make it alive. And most probably, it will be difficult for them to make it alive. Those of you who have been in the army, like me and others, you know, the chances are very low to make it alive in this condition. Very difficult. And if you survive that, you need food. And if you survive food, you need a place to sleep. And if you survive that, it's always going to be something. It's very difficult to survive something like that. Very difficult. So people start to go for what they believe. LA, California, other places. There is other places. If you live in Miami, if you listen to me from Florida, there is places that will comfort your pain, but will bury you slowly. Every day, a different figure going in the ground. You know, and then the nails, and then the hand, and then the leg. And then the person become 80 and say, what have I done with my life? I live in LA, pay a lot of tax. That's what I did with my life. Yes, that's about it. But got to do more. Now, to start to do more, you have to write a commitment of the more. And make sure somebody you trust spiritually will hold you accountable. You got to do that. What is your spiritual commitment? What is your physical commitment? What is the words commitment? Because commitment has to be in three levels. Mind, talking, and action. You have to learn to commit. How are you going to think? How are you going to talk? How are you going to act? I remember about six years ago, I met a lady, and she would like to curse. She came to see me. And she cursing all the time. She's sitting with me and cursing. Ah, mother, father, ah, blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting at the world. It's, uh, what's the purpose? I want to know. I mean, it's cool. I understand you want to show you're cool and strong. Where is it going? So what do you mean? Everybody curse. Everybody. Blah, 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 blah. I said, but wh where? where? So, well, I said, do you mind just maybe 
try it once a week, one course? Can we reduce the amount? And then maybe yeah. the change that this lady had in, in her life after that was beyond my, my understanding. You got to commit for something, guys. Somebody have to hold you accountable. You cannot just wish for something good to happen. And if something good happened without you make an effort, that thing that happened will not be very strong. Same point. And having a view, you know, they knew that there is a danger, but they knew there is a komash lema. Komash lema meaning there is an opportunity to do something with my life. I'm about to reveal what I came here to do. And that's what they came here to do. They came to die. They came to sacrifice and the wrong thing. They came to do it while they are not married. Now I'm giving you a twist to the other explanation I did before. Now we look at from the other side of the coin. A lot of time, we hold back our ability. Don't hold back, please, guys. We're very close to the end of time. We're very close to the time of Mashiach. You don't want to look back and say, I could have done that. Don't. With nothing. Not with work. Not with relationship. Not with anything. If you decided to fight with someone, it's a waste of time. To scream, waste of time. Focus on your goal. Write your goals and start uh, uh, follow the goal. Now, the Zohar explained that the way that you start changing in this world is not the easy thing. So I would like to share with you a story. I actually read it today. I didn't see the story there. I usually read the second part of the story, but that part I usually skip. Because it was a, the story is about a professor in the United States, in a, in a college in the United States, that has a problem with drinking. It was a genius professor, by the way. I don't want to say the college name. And he um, was genius. Like, all the students love him. All the other professors love him. He's very unique, genius. And, but he was drinking, just drinking and falling apart. So the other four professors came to see him and said to him, listen, we want to talk to you. We will do whatever it takes for you to stop drinking. You just tell us what you need, we start helping you. They start helping him, bring him coffee, uh, uh, shave him, uh, give him a shower, and in the end, they bought him a beautiful suit, new suit, clothes and shoes are wonderful. They were very excited about their achievement. They knock on the door the next morning, and there was no answer. They broke to the door, and they saw him lying on the floor with an empty bottle in his left hand. Uh, the clothes that he had on him was tear apart. And he saw them coming in, the four professors, and he said, I am so sorry. I don't think I can make it. But I will tell you, I promise I didn't use the clothes you gave me. It's here on the, on the sofa. You, you can please have it back. And the reason I'm telling you this story that I heard it from Rabbi Karlibach, to change is tough. Changing is not easy. When you see somebody overcome something, respect them. Overcome anger, respect them. Overcome an addiction, respect them. There is a, a story about the, the Rojin. Rojin was a great Kabbalist, you know, from Ukraine. And I want to share this story so we can give energy to Ukraine. And um, it was a student that when he came to him, he said, listen, Rabbi, I commit a lot of crime in my life. I don't see a chance for me to become spiritual. I don't see how I'm going to start. He said, I want you to write on a piece of paper everything you ever did wrong. He said, seriously, it's a lot. He said, please. So then I take the paper and start reading it. 
He stopped reading it and reading it and reading it. And he folded the paper, put it in an envelope, put it in his holy books. And then he tell him, listen, all what I want you to do from now on, every time you do a blessing to God, read it from a book. Do everything slowly. Don't change right away. Slowly, slowly, you're going to make it. Every day you add another thing. You want to do a mitzvah? One mitzvah? No. Work on a little thing. Don't do everything together. Slowly, slowly. You want to work on anger? Work on anger. You want to work on jealousy? Jealousy. For one year, just change one thing. Don't change everything. Spiritual people a lot of time try to change everything. No. Step by step. Now, why did he answer this way of question? And for that, I need to take you to Rav Ashlag. And the Rav Ashlag is explaining the human being, how the human being function. It's called Ashgachato Barach i Ashgacha Pratit. Matratit. זה מובן לנו, we understand זה רבה שלג, אשר כל בריאה קטנה, איזושהי, מדלת הסוגים, every uh, creature, whatever דומם צומח חי מדבר, whatever is element, צומח vegetables, חי, animal, או מדבר, or human, בכללם, פרטם, meaning, if sometimes you mix, sometimes you are part vegetables, you are part human, for example, the vegetables kingdom is rich people, rich people, that's what I heard from my teach, new teacher in Jerusalem now, so vegetables, is people who try to be rich. They, they call them vegetables, okay? Minerals, ammoniam. People who just, most of the people, they, they are like minerals. Uh, uh, um, animals is the brave people. And uh, 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 human are chachamim. They are the ones who looking to be wise, to be wise. So everything, gidul iti vedargati bedech itpatchut shel kod Everything in our life is Dargati, meaning it's going one step from another. You start as minerals, you end up as a human. Like the fruit on the tree. In the end, the fruit, those of you ever work in a kibbutz in Israel, or you work with fruit, the fruit is not ripe right away. I don't know if you ever work on a farm, it's not. It's not. The orange in the beginning, if you get it at the wrong time, it's green. And it might be either bitter or too sour. But if you let it be, then it becomes orange. Then the peel looks nice. You take it, you open it, it's sweet, it's good. Go and ask the person who deal with farming. Ask the person who's a farmer, how long until that fruit is ready to be eaten? And you will find that until it's not ready for you to eat from that, it takes through a lot of gradually. אשר כל המצבים מקודמים לתכליתו, לא די שאינם מראים לנו שום דוגמה מוטבת לתכליתו, מה אתה קורא יפה. Every step before that, not only doesn't have any connection to the, to the orange, because the beginning you see a leaf, then the leaf become a flower, then the flower become a fruit, you, you cannot eat it, then there is a fruit. אלא עד כמו, עוד כמו להכעיס, מראים לנו את ההפכיל לצורה תכליתית. It's almost make us angry to see that there is only flower instead of a fruit. You want to eat an orange, you see a flower. הוא נמצא יותר מר ויותר מגונה במצבים הקודמים. In the beginning, that fruit looked like almost disturbing us, and it's more bitter than it was before. כן, במין החי, also animal, also human, בהמה, an animal, אשר דעתה מועטת בסוף גידולה. Animal doesn't have the knowledge of a human being. אינן, איננה לקויה כל כך בדרך התפתחותה, בניגוד לאדם. A human and an and animal grow differently. A human becomes smarter as he finishes growing. 
A cow doesn't become smarter. It's born, and it's already to run away from fire. You know, it gets to the top of the graduation, if you want to call it, in the beginning. A human, it takes some time. So it says, But a child who was born like a baby is not running away from lion. He's not running away from fire. He's not trying to avoid himself from, from, from dying in the ocean or sink in the, in the pool. No, he doesn't know how to protect himself. With the age, he learned more. And he learned, or she, or he, they learned more. That's a human. If you compare an eight days cow to eight days baby, what will you say? The cow is way more, much better, and this eight days is stupid. Tipesh, stupid. What is this eight day thing? Look at the creature. If you wouldn't know that later on, that little baby will fly to the moon, you know, or, or will invent some, uh, something that remove all disease. You can see Everything takes shlavim, in step by step. So when you meet people, a lot of time we judge. We judge because we think they come to the full fruition where they need to be, and that's why what's going on. I mean, that's what they need to do. And unfortunately, one of the things that we need to understand about the Creator, one of the things that we need to understand about the Creator, that everything that happened with humanity is step by step. If you see a person, let's say who's not spiritual, not spiritual. What does that mean? That means the fruit is not ready, it's not ripe. Don't get angry. Don't give it water, give it sunshine, give it love, whatever you're giving it, give it education, step by step. Step by step, it will grow like an orange. But if you go say, ah, so bitter, ah, so bitter, that's, that's a problem too, because you not let it grow. Now, going back to our beginning of the story, they didn't have malchut. They didn't have this aspect of manifestation of the full capacity, komash lema. They couldn't have the komash lema manifest because without malchut, malchut considered the strongest desire, strongest desire pulling most amount of blessing and light, and because of that, the manifestation takes place. If you look at your life right now, where do you think you are? I give you four categories. Zero to five, five to 13, 13 to 21, 21 and above. Now, if you talk about age, I think we're all above 21. If you talk about spiritual maturity, I don't know. I tell you how this age behave. Zero to five, selfish creature, just need to take, take, take. Breastfeeding, toys, and all this, that's that's a baby. It's a baby. Never grew up. Some people get stuck at this age. Five to thirteen, very confused, baby. Some people get stuck at this age. They're almost mature, but they're not. Thirteen to twenty-one, they're absolutely sure they're mature, but they're actually not. 
98% of population are stuck between 30, 13 to 21. 98%, guys. It's called, there is a name for it in Kabbalah. It's called Katnut Bet, without going to data. Smallness B. Why people get stuck at that age? It's a very special age, teenager. Very special age. In that age, we mature. We feel like men as a, as a boy, and girls feel like a woman. But we're not yet there. So what happened? What are we supposed to do for growing? We have to do better with our choices. We have to look for more. We have to raise our desire. If you, let's say, right now, I don't know, 61 or 52 or 28, you have to stop and say, am I desire more for my life? Or am I the same that I was last week? If I was the same that last week, then why did I have another week? Why do I need another week? So I can buy another watch, another bag, another car, another shirt, another massage, another spa, another hair salon, another nail salon, another trip, another vacation, another Dubai or Hawaii or Tahiti or Mahiti or I don't know what else, or Cancun. Is that what we're living for? Yes, after all, the ice can see the beautiful weather and the ocean is blue. It's very blue, special blue. It's not blue like a lay blue. It's a bluish, a little bit more. So I got to go there. And I cannot even say the name of the place. It's got to be special. I'm going to Makatutu. Where is it? It's next to Shululu. That's it. It's a special vacation place. Nobody ever went there. There I go. Doesn't sound like teenager. Sound like teenager. That's the idea of growing. Growing, you have to check yourself. Where are you? And if you cannot find what's wrong, that's really bad. If you find what's wrong and you get depressed, that's bad too. If you find what's wrong with you and you start dancing and get excited, you put the music, yeah, I found what's wrong with me. Now you can fix it. If you cannot find what's wrong with you, you can never fix it. You take a builder. My father, may rest in peace, used to be a builder, general contractor. So he built big building, big factory, big all the time, build and build and build. But he was addicted to it. What do you mean addicted? He bring the blueprint home and he's looking at it to see how tomorrow will be easier there for him with the worker. So let's say he has 20 workers, so he will set them up. He said, and he get excited. When did he get the most excited, do you know? When he find there is a mistake by the engineer who give him the blueprint. He look, he said, can be. It just cannot be. So he called the engineer and said, excuse me. What is this door in A1? So the door, huh? So if you put the door in A1, nobody can ever leave the house. And the engineer looks and starts laughing and says, you're right. I closed the whole house. I forget to put the entrance. Simple thing. I, I know it doesn't make sense to you because you're not in building, but it can happen. Somebody can forget. It's a line. If you don't put the line, because it's all from above. Blueprint is from above. So if you forget one line and you put a line there, so it's closed. There is no door. So you, you understand? So why was my father excited every time he see that? Because when you find what's wrong with your life, with your job, and you have the ability to correct it, you should be very excited. Your marriage, your relationship, your money, your look, your health. How much are you hoping for criticism? Zero. That's when you're a teenager. If nobody can criticize you, you're a teenager. You're insecure and you're a teenager. If you can take criticism, you're mature. You're mature. You take a 70 years old, mature 70 years, and you talk to them about what's wrong with them, they might not listen to you because they're still teenagers. Or they might tell you, 
nicely. Thank you for telling me that. Even if they knew that. Because they're mature. They're able not to get angry with that. My friend, tonight commit to yourself to ask more from yourself. Nobody will push you. Nobody will push you. You're not in Ukraine when there's business and shooting you. That's why you have to change. Here, it's a beautiful day. Another gorgeous day in the Garden of Eden. We live in the Garden of Eden. That's what Allah is, Garden of Eden. But within the Garden of Eden, it's very difficult to achieve. It's very difficult to push yourself forward. You can. It's good. Why should I push? I go 20 minutes from here. I'm on the most beautiful beach in the world. People go vacation. That's a vacation. I'm living a vacation. You walk two streets from here. There is palm trees, beautiful palm trees. You just walk. You feel already like a king and a queen. You go, every place you go is beautiful here. It's all beautiful. So you go to vacation somewhere else in the world, you suffer. Everybody from Malaya goes to other places. Eh, okay, no, not like LA. That's okay. I miss home. You know, you see New Yorkers, they're so happy. That, why? They're suffering. One, one bedroom apartment, everything's narrow. You know, the laundry you can hear that night working. Uh, you go, life is beautiful, everything is nice. My friend, commit to yourself, please, please do, do this favor to yourself. Commit to yourself for change. Commit for yourself to do more. You gotta do more spiritual thing for your soul. Commit it for you, not for others. It's not about your husband and your wife and how you're gonna be nice to them. It's about you. You will be happier if you will push yourself forward, if you push yourself for more. Second thing of tonight, remember from Nadav and Aviyu, one of the things you need is a manifesting. You have to learn to manifesting. And for manifesting, you need malchut person. Either a woman, or either a man, or, or somebody who knows how to manifest you. That's the second message. And the third message is to understand that everything works gradually. Don't push it. Sometimes, it's not the time. So I'm contradict, contradict what I say in the beginning. Because I said you push yourself. So, but understand, push yourself. But when it's not working, don't get angry with yourself. The result is not going to happen right away. That's what I'm saying. Push yourself harder, but don't expect the result to happen today. Hey, I start, I went to a Liao class and I got it. I'm going to push yourself harder, and in one hour I want a result. No, you're not going to get it. Let me tell you, you're not going to get it. Some people have to wait 20 years, one month, one hour. It all depends on the change, if it's for real, and you are the only one who knows it's for real, if you mean it. Mean it, and you will see the result immediately. And that's very important. So, what I want you to commit, one thing, is it's got to be person you love the most in your life. Commit that you're going to help them to change one thing in their life. Help them. Don't change it for them. Help them. Guide them. One person you love the most in your life. You go after them, and nicely, you said, I'm not giving up on that person. I'm going to do everything in my power to guide them step by step so they will get to that place. What if they rejected you? That's part of your journey, to be rejected. Be happy about it. You know, it's not about what's wrong with them, why they rejected me. That's their story. You've been rejected, that's good for you. Okay? So I thank you very much for coming, everybody. So I'm keeping it a little short tonight. And thank you for people at home. Any announcement that you want me to share? No? Uh, those of you who want to join us for this weekend, uh, we're going to do a gathering for my father, my father, uh, your side. So if you can make it this uh, Friday and Saturday, so I can say the Kaddish, I would appreciate it very much. If you cannot, it's totally understandable. And thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. No meditation tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.